Thank you for watching this online message from Riverstone Church. We hope that this content encourages you and helps you further develop your relationship with Jesus Christ. For more information, visit riverstonechurch.net. There you can learn more about us, view additional messages, submit your prayer needs, and even give online. Thank you for watching, and may the Lord richly bless you. If no one knows my name, my name is Michael Mallory. I am a, a descendant of Georgia. And uh, I am excited to be here and be uh, with you guys on this morning. Thank you, Pastor Robert, for the privilege of just sharing. Uh, didn't ask for it. Just to let you know. Just in case y'all have that side conversation. He must ask to preach, you know. I, but I am an ordained man of God uh, several years ago. Uh, didn't ask for that either, but God did it. <laughs> God did. Uh, I honor my wife today and my beautiful children. Uh, without her, yes. Without her, yes. And uh, our yes together to the Lord, I don't know if we'd be in Virginia. <laughs> so I thank God for her. Amen. And it's been a great journey with you guys. And I honor you, Riverstone family, uh, for embracing us. Uh, these last six months and a few weeks have been amazing, amazing, and it's been nothing but the goodness of the Lord. Amen. 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 Uh, if you don't mind, can you just begin to just pray right there in your seat? Amen. And just be call, begin to call on the name of the Lord just for a few moments. Lift your voice. Come on. Come on. He said, if you just call on my name, I'm faithful to save you, rescue you. Come on, we need that moment, just for a few moments. Come on. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Amen. God is awesome, is he not? Amen. I just want to share something I believe the Lord's been saying since 2022 uh, yeah we've been yeah we've been here this yeah it's 2023 praise the lord happy new year <laughs> amen so uh but you know ultimately just through prayer i want to share something real quick with you guys and i pray it resonates with your heart and your spirit amen amen uh listen this is the word of the lord my objective today this is to challenge you to see you how God sees you. I'll be coming from the text, Isaiah 43, 18 through 19, a very familiar text, and we'll get there in just a moment. <clears throat> it is the prophetic declaration that we belong here. Again, I said it last week, our level of hunger will determine how far we will go in this next move of God. It's not by just wanting the hand of God, but definitely seeking the face of God and seeking the face of God is our relational pursuit and our posture in prayer and in our private place and as a local body amen this is a new level of discipline and consistency in our personal walk as well as our walk as a family in the presence of God it's time to get your weight up right it's time to level up it's time to go after God even the more Amen. God wants to remind us 
that he is enough and that what he's put in you is enough. The Bible says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We know that, right? So I encourage you right now to stop living the lie of the enemy. Many of us have walked around for years living the identity of a kingdom misfit. I'm going to say that again. Many have walked around with the kingdom identity of a kingdom misfit. You are not misfitted. You belong here. You're a son and a daughter of the true and living God. Amen. Here's what we need to announce. Can you look at somebody next to you? You may not have had a conversation with them today. Say, what's been in my face? Ooh. That was real weak. <laughs> we got to listen. You have what you say. Amen. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. God has given us authority, right? So let's make this announcement. What's been in my face? And screaming lies. That's not true. According to God. Is now under my feet. If you believe it, you ought to clap your hands and give God glory for that. Now I would really love to dance after that, but I'll leave that. Go ahead. I will. Don't push me. Don't push me. <laughs> we need to be reminded that the scripture says, they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Some folk have really been crying in the private place. Many have had silent screams, and nobody can hear you, but God does. Be reminded, God does. Tell somebody God's concerned about you. Yeah, the scripture says, what, cast your cares upon the Lord for what? He cares for you. Amen. In this next moment, God is downsizing our flesh. He's downsizing our flesh, and he's increasing us in the presence of God. Amen. That we have his nature and his being. Anybody believe it? Somebody shout, I received that. <laughs> Amen. Amen. A very familiar text says the Bible, in the Bible it says Second Chronicles, Second Chronicles 7 and 14. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves, pray and seek my face. Turn from their wicked ways. I will hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and I will heal their land. How many know America needs some healing? Right? Come on, there's some folk that need some healing in here. Come on, and God's faithful to perform it. To them, to them that believe, God is able to do the thing that seems impossible. Through much prayer and time with the Lord, the declaration is this, Riverstone. Can y'all say this with me? Our status is changing. I'm going to say that again. This is the declaration. Our status is changing. Yeah, and it's a renewing and a, and a reframing of our minds. Amen. Riverstone, we've got somewhere to go, family. And for some of us, it can be as pure as out of darkness into the marvelous light. Amen. The lover of our soul and the great deliverer is here right now to move in each of us in a supernatural way. Listen, I want to, can I tell on y'all? They can edit this. All right. So the true story is this. God is pulling us from the Velcro that may be on our seats and the Velcro that may be on the bottom of my feet. 
and he's asking, he's looking. He said he's looking for the worshiper. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. We're saying, bro, Mike, hey, I'm not that person. I'm 70. I'm 80. I was hurting when I got up this morning. But then we want to contend to ask God for a radical move. Listen, he is faithful even past sometimes what we don't do. Even in our disobedience, he's faithful to us. And I'm here to encourage you. God is looking to see a group, a, a company of people to worship him in a greater manner. Amen. And as a result of worship, our status is changing. As a result of prayer, our status is changing. Anybody believe it? A very familiar text, 1 Peter 5 and 10 declares, And God and the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while. Anybody been suffering something? Listen, y'all missed a treat yesterday with Brother Jay and RDI. His whole conversation, his whole teaching was about suffering. I don't like to suffer. Anybody else? Anybody else like to suffer? I don't like to suffer. All right, so listen, but it's for what? Our maturity. It's for our development. It's for God to stretch us to places we wouldn't have gone on our own. Amen. But after you have suffered a little while, the Lord says he himself will restore you. We're praying for revival, but God is renewing and restoring and will make you strong, firm, and steadfast. Again, the prophetic announcement, I believe, for this moment is that our status is changing. So with our key text... If we don't mind, Isaiah 43, verses 18 and 19. I'm going to break this up as I talk, but 18 says, forget the former things. Forget the former things. What are you holding on to? What are you remembering? Who won't you let go? What won't you let go? I can think of Celebrate Recovery. Thank God for that ministry. What are you holding on to? What memory? Are you holding on to that's stopping you from getting to the next next thing in God? And I'm not talking about materialistic blessings. That's just a secondary blessing of just having a relationship with him. But the next walk and phase of our walk in the Lord. Amen. Forget the former things. I encourage you to forget them. And what does that mean? The answer is right there in the text. Do not dwell on the past. Look at your neighbor and tell him it's a new day. Oh, y'all don't believe that, man. <laughs> Woo! I think some of us are still in 2022. Help us, Jesus. <laughs> Help us, Jesus. It's a new day. Okay, I appreciate it. Thank you. You're all right with me. You're all right with me. And there's a song that complements this. Y'all may know it. It says, I won't go back. I can't go back. To the way it used to be, for his presence came and changed me. Anybody been in his presence lately? We were in it. We're in it right now. <laughs> we're in the presence of God, and he can change your very situation. Amen. 19 says, see, I am doing a new thing. Somebody ought to get excited. Y'all, I pray for you, man. 
get excited about what God is releasing. (laughs) This is the word. I can't make this stuff up. This is coming from the book. He said, behold, I am doing a new thing. Thank you, brother. You all right? That's my dude right there. What is he doing? What is the new thing that God is doing? How we do kingdom. How we do worship. How we do relationship with him. Our spouses, our children. How we do life with one another. How we do life on every level. He's doing a new thing. Somebody receive that? Amen. Family, he's doing everything new. Somebody ought to know that it's time for an upgrade. I know many houses of worship, no shade, no point intended. They'll put $20,000, $40,000 on a stage, and then there's still no, no spirit. The spirit of God is not there. But I believe God is upgrading us on the inside. And as a result of the inside, the fruit of that thing We're going to witness the faithfulness and the goodness of Lord. Anybody believe that? Amen. I'm going to teach Lady McCready and have uh, Chuck teach her how to play organ so I can get me an E flat and an A flat when I need it. No, I'm playing. uh, (laughs) If we want to be honest, most of us, if we want to be honest, We live a pretty boring life. I can't say I do either. But some of us live a pretty boring life. And if we could use our imagination, I'm sure God, with our relationship with him, he's like, really hadn't spent time with me. He hadn't spent time with me. And he wants that time. He wants that communion with us. Listen. He asks a question in that same verse. He says, do you not perceive it? God's trying to change our view on our life. We've had clouded vision. We've had scales over our, over our eyes. And we've allowed what we see in the natural to speak louder than what God is saying in the spirit. He said, do you not perceive it? I am am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Listen, you're benefiting from that, but God says, I'm doing it for my glory. I'm doing it for my glory. Many have preached and taught that the wilderness is a very hard place, but it's again how you perceive it. It is really, if you want to look at it, A space and a place where God can have your full attention to show you how wonderful he is. When you're in the valley, when you're in the wilderness, hey, that's, God's got your attention then. You you can't get off your knees, right? Knees hurt when you do stand up because now you're after God. You're desperate for him. God wants us to be desperate for him. God wants us to be hungry for the things of God. Amen. Romans 12 and 2. Again, a, a scripture to support this, this, this word. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Listen, we have been in a fight to have our own way, our own will, 
And then we ask God to bless that. How is that possible? It's not possible. Tell your neighbor it's not possible. It's got to be God's perfect will for you, right? It's got to be God's perfect will. And he's in the business of renewing minds. Your former thoughts, your negative thoughts, your low thoughts, the thoughts of others are now no longer relevant. It's only what the Spirit of God is announcing to you each and every day that he loves you, that you're a son and a daughter of the king. You're, you're enough. Come on, somebody. That's what he's announcing to you. I won't get healed. No, you are healed. I'm dying. No, we don't die. We ascend, according to the book of Revelations. Right? Romans 8 and 26 says, in the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. There are some people, you're at your breaking point. You hadn't told anybody. I hadn't had the conversation, but God knows. You're, you're, you're over it. God says, I'm here. He said, I'd never leave you. I'd never forsake you. I'm here. Matter of fact, I live on the inside of you. I'm here. I'm here. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You feel that? Thank you, Lord. The Spirit helps us in our weakness, and we do not know what we ought to pray, but the Spirit himself intercedes. For us through wordless groans. Somebody ought to just inhale. Exhale. Somebody inhale. Exhale. As you're inhaling, come on. You're giving God a chance. As you're exhaling, he's saying release it. Release it. Release that thing that's been beating you down privately. Release those conversations. The Bible says what? To walk not in the counsel of the ungodly. We always blame somebody else. Ain't that crazy? But truth of the matter is, it can be our own thoughts to defeat us. We're our own worst counsel. God loves you. God loves you. I believe, I believe, and I shared this with the man of God some weeks ago. I believe the Lord is taking us to waters and places in prayer. Where there won't be any words to natural, but to naturally be in awe of an awesome God. Rational thinking won't do with supernatural movement. If we can process it, we have to question was it supernatural? But the answer ought to be it was nobody but God. This had to be God. For that sister to come out. That had to be God. For that brother to get that breakthrough, that had to be God. Did you see that? Oh, my goodness. That deliverance for that young man? That was nobody but God. That's our testimony as our status is changing. Pastor Robert beat me to an altar call. I let him have that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we, we're going to have that. We're going to have one in a few moments. But I have some questions. Anyone feeling stuck? 
anyone feel like you've been separated from the presence of God? It's been a while. Have you been in a place that you haven't had the joy of the Lord? Some of y'all might be privately upset with God. That's real. It's some people that are angry with God because he didn't do it like they thought he should. Amen? But here I'm telling you, our little finite wisdom cannot trump the infinite wisdom of God. His wisdom, his movement, his ways are not our ways, right? His thoughts are not our thoughts. So listen, trust him. Even at the breaking point, trust him. He's there. He's there. Anyone feeling empty, awkward? Somebody says, I'm feeling completely uncomfortable. Some of y'all got the Sunday morning blues. <laughs> what do I mean? I go to church every Sunday. I pay my tithes every Sunday. I do what I'm supposed to do. I volunteer sometimes. But I don't see any move of God in my life. If you are equating your relationship with the Father, though giving and your, your participation, your your coming together with other believers is very important. But if you're allowing that to gauge your relationship with the Father, that is the wrong idea. That's the wrong idea. We need time with the Lord every day, every second, every moment, as much as we can. Talk to him throughout the day as he walked with Adam in the cool of the day. Whew, I felt that. It's time to walk with God in the cool of the day. Come on, we want to call on him in heated moments. But he said, I want to walk with you in the cool of the day. Amen. Again, another question. Where are we? Where are we going? The announcement is, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. We fight for our own comfort. We fight for our own limitations. We had that discussion a, a few weeks ago, too. We as a people fight for our own limitations. Listen, I want God to move, but I want him to do it in what I'm comfortable with, how I can handle it, how I can process it, how I can control it. What we're in control of, God is not. That's real simple, but it's powerful. What we're in control of, God is not. Tell your neighbor, give him your, give him your life. Give him your life. And I'm almost done, guys. Our status is changing. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. If any man be in Christ, what is he? Okay. I had a preacher when I was with my dad. I'm a PK kid. He came and preached, and he said, tell your neighbor, you are a creature. <laughs> that was the funniest thing in my life at that age. I heard it a long time from the pulpit. But God is intentional. Come on, if you're in him, to make all things new. He's here to form a new race of people. Do you know what's sad? that we still identify each other by color. 
or by how much money we make. Uh-oh. It just shifted, didn't it? Did it hit you right here? <laughs> You're my brother. You're my sister in Christ. Right? You're my brother and sister in Christ. Amen. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become what? Family, our status is changing. Our status is... Somebody ought to get excited. Listen, what I was dealing with before I got here? Listen, I done gave that thing to God. Come on. That argument I got... Last night, that ain't my story. I'm just being an example. We don't do that kind of stuff. I'm just doing an example. <laughs> we don't do that kind of stuff. Amen. I'm just being honest. I thank God for that girl right there. Woo! I can get excited about that. Amen. Amen. <laughs> anyway, but all things are become new. Why do we present our amazing God, our awesome God, dumbed down stuff, dull praise, dull worship? We come with familiar prayers, prayers we've been praying for 20 years, 30 years. God says, I'm doing a new thing. I'm giving you a new prayer language. Right? How many want that? When was the last time you prayed for things of the spirit? We asked for all this other stuff, but how about a greater language in prayer, a greater walk with the Lord, a greater understanding of the word of God? That's what he desires. Amen. Amen. Our worship sometimes can be real ashy. I said it. I said it. Our worship can be real ashy, real dry. Keep on getting better. This is what my worship team gets. Keep on getting better. Get this was before, this was at the earlier stages. I had to call them out. <laughs> to say, wake up, because we, we've got to become God conscious. We just don't want to give God anything. We want to give him our best. Family, he wants your best. Family, he wants your best. Brother Johan, he wants your best. I want to get personal now. I get kind of sticked in. You know what I'm saying? Bebo, he wants your best. Right? If y'all don't know who Bebo is. That's my drummer. Amen for the day. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. Listen, 1 Peter 2 and 9. But you are a chosen people. Shh. How y'all been living? What's your life look like? What's your attitude been like? Does it suck? Does anybody want to be around you? Anybody want to talk to you when they see you coming, they go the other way? 
Have you been holier than thou? We have a little inside joke among the pastoral team. You know, we're just here to be a blessing when we're really not. <laughs> right? 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 But listen, you're a chosen people. You ought to grab somebody next to you. This your family. Last name of night. Tell them you've been chosen. We'll sit up here and say, oh, man, I chose to give my life to God. No, God chose you. <laughs> God chose you. He created you. Who are you? Y'all been, oh, oh, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Listen, you are chosen people, a royal priesthood. Listen, we don't need a cape. We don't need a crown right now. We just need to walk out our identity in Christ and live that thing out. Listen, there's nothing more. There's nothing else you can do to make God love you any more than he does. He's just asking you to be obedient, to love him with everything that you have and love your neighbor as yourself. Our status is changing, family. It's reframing of the mind. Y'all still with me? All right. Amen. I'm almost done. You know, the preacher closes about seven times. I don't do that, okay? Uh, I don't do that. I'm, I'm literally, I saw the little bar. I'm down here at the bottom, okay? Um, <laughs> the next part of that verse says, that you may declare, his, declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. I need every blind open in the room. We got light coming in, y'all. It's not dark in here. Your life is not dark. Your marriage is not dark. Your children. Man, y'all. We gonna work on it. We gonna work on it. We gonna work on it. In Jesus' name. Stop dumbing down your God nature to make others feel comfortable. Now, that's somebody that can raise their hand. Anybody done that? That ought to be everybody in the room. Now, if you're that deep and wonderful, please come see me after, after we get done. I, I want to know how you did it. I want to know how you did it. We've dumbed down who we are to make other people feel comfortable. Well, you know, I, I know, you know, we're supposed to. Praise God and, you know, be radical in our praise. But this person next to me, they don't, they don't really, they're, they're looking at me sideways. They're giving me the side eye. And I, I don't want to, I feel uncomfortable because they feel uncomfortable. So now we missed the opportunity. God, want, God wanted to touch them jokers. God wanted to touch that booger. Right? Come on. They needed a move of God. They needed a touch from the Lord. Anyway, don't dumb down your God nature. As the brother said in the word of God, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Whew. When you've seen me, you've seen the Father. What do people see when they see you? I won't look. 
I love you. I love you. I love you. I see Jesus all over this room and in the hearts of the people. You are carriers of the presence of God. I'm going to say that again. This is heavy. You are carriers of the presence of God. Do you believe it? Live it. Be that. Do that. There's not enough church services. There's not enough outreaches. There's not enough prayer meetings that can make you let the light turn on to make it click that I carry Jesus. He lives on the inside of me. The Holy Spirit lives on the inside of me. Somebody may need to be filled today. Somebody running half empty. Somebody at a place called expired, tired, don't feel like it. Whatever that is for you, God is here to restore you. Our status is changing. Let me say this with the declaration that our status is changing. See, y'all can give me a good pat on the back. I'm letting y'all get out earlier than Pastor Robert, okay? <laughs> Side note. No. <laughs> That's my dude. This man, let me tell y'all something. He preached a word a few weeks ago, and I wanted to give him an A flat. I wanted to give him an E flat. And we thank God for somebody and a team of leaders and family that are after the true word of God and after the presence of God and after the voice of God. Anybody, can we celebrate Jesus for that? Amen. Let me say this with the declaration that our status is changing. The urgency and the intentionality of knowing his voice is very critical in this hour. But Brother Mike, I, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that's like. I, I hadn't heard his voice. May I submit to you the word of God that you hold on your phone, your Bible? That's the introduction. That's the introduction to knowing the voice of God. You build a relationship by spending time in the word. And as you meditate, as the word says, on him both day and night, when you get still, when you stop talking, that gives God the space to talk back to you. What is he saying? I love you. I love you. I'm with you. I got you. Your status is changing. Scripture declares in John 10 and 27, and my sheep know my voice and another they will not follow. Right? Scripture also declares in Matthew 4 and 4, man shall not live by bread alone. Now, we know we ain't talking about physical bread now. I pray y'all aren't looking for a loaf of bread. The bread is the word, right? But every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, that came out of the mouth of God, and he's yet speaking, even now. Can you hear him? Our status is changing. Your marriage is changing for the better. 
your relationship with your children are changing for the better. Your body is healing. It's already healed. Matter of fact, it's already healed, right? That job situation, come on. It's a new door. It's new spaces. It's new offers, new opportunities. Come on. He's faithful concerning you. And here it says, it also mentions in Romans 8 and 19, one of my favorite texts, for the earth earnestly awaits for the manifestations of the sons of God. Carlos, you're a son. Toby, you're a son. Yeah, you have an earthly father, right? But we have a father in heaven, right? Bro, you're a son. Man of God, you're a son. Again, live it out. Be that. Stop living beneath your identity. I'm here to challenge your faith. I'm, I'm, I pray you. I'm glad y'all smiling at me. Y'all are so wonderful. Thank you, Jesus. First John 12. But as many as received him, to them he gave what? Who said that? Say it again, bro. Oh, don't thank you, mom. I'm sorry. I thought I thought my brother said it. Power. Somebody shout power. power. How many want power? We want all this surface stuff. I want power. I was talking to my mama. I said, you know what? I want resurrection power. God said we could have it. Why we want it to be somewhere else? Why we want somebody else to do it? He said we can do it. He said greater works shall we do. Our status is changing, guys. Our status is changing. Again, we as a people, we've got to stop fighting for our personal limitations and I'm going to make this announcement, and I'm closing right here. You can come back, guys. Um, team, y'all can come back. How you did yesteryear won't do. How you worshiped last week won't do. How you did church, as some of us would say, won't do. This is now the time to lay on our faces and seek the very face of God. And ask him, Lord, what is your will for us? What is your movement for us? Teach me how to pray. Amen. We go from what? Faith to faith. And glory to glory. It's time to get elevated, folk. Not in pride. But in the things of the spirit. Right? Folk can get halted. And say it was me that did it. No. It was God. It was God. And God is announcing to every person in the room. It's all inclusive. The Bible says what? God reconciled the world to himself. That was inclusive. You are part of God's world. And he has need of you. And as he has need of you, your status is changing. If this word has spoken to you, I ask that you come now to make the declaration and let it be symbolic. I'm not leaving the same way I came. 
I'm leaving better. I'm leaving whole. I'm leaving healed. I'm leaving renewed.